Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I am Lorraine, and I'm your host, and this is... Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. Hey there. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a minute. It's been a few minutes. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I've missed you. I know. I know. This has been a long two weeks, but... Uh, it, it has been. Mm. Yeah. So, But you're calming down now, right? Things are... I, I am. I am. I'm able to, to get back into kind of a rhythm. So. Yes. Yeah. It's been a lonely two weeks, but, and I'm sure everybody's so happy to see you back because they're I'm sure they're so tired of seeing me by myself. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. I'm glad to be doing this again. I didn't want the break, um, but kind of needed it to, to get things in order. So yeah. Well, good. I'm glad that you're back. This is, yeah, it's been too long. So, um, so uh, welcome everybody. Uh, this is episode fifty three point one, and uh, Jeremiah and I talked about this. We have two chapters left in Revelation, and uh, we figured we're gonna go ahead and do chapters twenty one and twenty two today, so that we can finish it out, and then we're gonna take a little break next week, and we'll come back. I don't know when, but we'll let you guys know. Is yeah, yeah we're, so we're not going to take a break. I'm going to take a break. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'll take Monday through Thursday off of next week just to kind of, yeah. And then we'll start fresh. Now, did you want to start the Old Testament or did you want, do you want to? Yeah. Did you want to? Yeah, I think, I think doing the Old Testament is exactly what we need to do. So, 100%. Um, all right, cool. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to take off Monday through Thursday. And then, well, depending upon when you guys are listening to it, I have no idea when you're listening. But for us, it's Monday through Thursday. Right. So, right. Uh, and then we'll start back up next Friday, fresh and new. Yes, I love it. So it's been what? It's been almost exactly a year. It's been so almost exactly a year, almost to the day. Saturday was a year. So happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I know. <laughs> You know, it's just kind of nice how it kind of worked out that it took us a year to do the New Testament. And then year two, we'll start in Genesis. Yeah, exactly. So this is going to be, uh, it's and it's it's going to be, it's going to take a minute. It's going to take a while because if it took us a year to get through the New Testament, the yeah. Old Testament's bigger. So it's, you know, it's a longer trek, but that's all right. What, yeah. what, what else we got to do? But, you exactly. know, glorify God, right? Exactly. Read his book and do what it says. So I'm excited. I, I've been enjoying uh, reading it with my friend Sharon. So um, we've learned so much, so much history, so much richness. Um, what I do want to say is uh, it gets a little tedious. And I know that sounds terrible to say about God's word, but... It really does. When when I have to sit there and read through all of the names, uh, the names that are so hard to pronounce, and I will butcher them. I'll give you a fair warning. I really do butcher them. So, um, so just bear with me, everybody, as we're going to be diving into that. But you're going to learn so much, and you're going to see so much of Jesus in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's amazing. So it's it's going to be a fun little walk. We're in Chronicles right now. We're just finishing up uh, Second Chronicles. Oh, look what I got! I got little tabs for my Bible. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got that on uh, Amazon, and because uh, I was so tired of trying to find the books, I don't have mm. the books memorized like a lot of people do. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are the four I know. <laughs> and then the first five, I forgot. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Num numbers. Numbers. and Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Is that the first five? That's the first five. I don't know if I did them in the right order. Those are the books of Moses. Those are the first five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all I know. That's it. So anyway. All right. Well, do you want to start? Because uh, we are kind of in a little time crunch today. Sure, sure. All right, so you I'll want to pray? Yeah, I'll pray. Yeah. yeah. Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, we come before you now and give you all the praise and all the glory. Lord, I know it's been a little bit of a hectic time for myself. 
Lord, and I am thankful uh, for the uh, time to get back in here, Lord. Uh, it's such a blessing to be able to, to talk with Lorraine and be able to read through your word and uh, be able to share what, what we know and learn from others uh, as we continue this journey. It's been a, a wonderful trek through the New Testament, Lord, and I pray for all those that are sticking with us uh, through the First Testament. Lord, uh, I know uh, I've learned stuff. I know Lorraine has learned stuff, and my prayer is that everyone that's coming with us on this journey, Lord, is blessed uh, in a growing relationship with you, which is what we're trying to do. Uh, is is just know you better, uh, read your word and do what it says, Lord. Uh, I pray for our lives right now. We're heading into uh, the holiday season, Lord, uh, and I pray that uh, we can keep it as calm as possible and uh, in our daily life, in our in our hourly and, and minute by minute, Lord, uh, that we remember that this is this is about you every day, every day, every day, every minute is you, Lord, and that in everything we do, we bring glory to you and, and bless your name and bless other people, Lord. I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. <clears throat> so we're winding this down. Uh, and actually, this is, like I said the other day, it's the crescendo uh, we're at the, the the finale. There it is. That's the word I'm looking for. So, 53.1, chapter 21, the New Jerusalem. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared. And the sea was also gone, and I saw the holy city, the New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them, and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. <clears throat> to all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all the blessings, I'm sorry, all these blessings, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshipers, and all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Then one of the angels who held the seven bowls containing the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come with me, I will show you the bride the wife of the lamb. So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain and he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled like a precious stone, like jasper as clear as crystal. The city wall was broad and high with 12 gates guarded by 12 angels and the names of the 12 tribes of Israel were written on the gates. There were three gates on each side, east, north, south, and west. The wall of the west city had 12 foundation stones, and on them were written the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked to me held in his hand a gold measuring stick to measure the city, its gates, and its walls. When he measured it, he found it was a square as wide as it was long. In fact, the length and width and height were each 1,400 miles. Then he measured the walls and found them to be 216 feet thick, according to the human standard used by the angel. The wall was made of jasper and the city was pure gold as, as clear as glass. The wall of the city was built on foundation stones inlaid with 12 precious stones. 
The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were made of pearls, each gate from a single pearl, and the main street was pure gold, as clear as glass. I saw no temple in the city, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. And the city was no need, I'm sorry, and the city has no need of sun or moon, for the glory of God illuminates the city and the Lamb is its light. The nations will walk in its light and the kings of the world will enter the city in all their glory. Its gates will never be closed at the end of day because there is no night there. And all the nations will bring their glory and honor into the city. Nothing evil will be allowed to enter nor anyone who practices shame, shameful idolatry and dishonesty, but only those whose names are written in the book, Lamb's Book of Life. Chapter 22, then the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the city, I'm sorry, the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will there be a curse upon anything for the throne of God and of the lamb will be there and his servants will worship him and they will see his face and his name <clears throat> and his name will be written on their foreheads and there will be no night there no need for lamps or sun for the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever then the angel said to me everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God, who inspires his prophets, has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. Jesus is coming. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw all these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, no, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers, the prophets, as well as all who obey what is written in this book. Worship only God. Then he instructed me, do not seal up the prophetic words in this book, for the time is near. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Outside the city are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshipers, and all who love to live a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book, if anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. He who is faithful witness to all these things says, Yes, I am coming soon.
Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. That was a lot. <laughs> Sorry. It was longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Sorry, I got a little raspy there, too. <clears throat> All right. Well, where do you want to start? I didn't, well, I was trying to get over, so I actually didn't start highlighting until verse 3. Okay. I actually did, I did the first. Mm -hmm. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, uh, and the sea was gone, and I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God and out of heaven, like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. So... If you go back, it says that Jesus, I think, Jesus is the bride, the groom, right. and the church is the bride. Mm -hmm. So the church, this is, you know, he's seeing the new Jerusalem, the new church, the new, you know, the new people, right? Right. Uh, dressed beautifully for her husband. And I got to say, that's actually, you know, for me, that is such a <clears throat> amazing reference. Like, I remember uh, seeing Cassie as a bride walking down the aisle. Mm. And like, for me, that is so personal. And like, that description is like, it, it hits home for me. Yeah, yeah. And only the, the groom has that experience. Right. You know, the, the bride has a different experience, mm -hmm. you know, when you, and, and, and as the bride, I looked up and all I saw was rich. Mm -hmm. That's all I saw, mm -hmm. you know, so it really is an experience that only, and each one has it in it in their own context, Yeah. you know, so that's cool that you, that's, I, that's cool that you brought that up. It, it is. And now just, you know, the. I'm not much of a crier, especially when I was younger. And that was like, I, I had tears, like happy tears. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Well, you're overwhelmed, you know? Yes. By, and, and, you know, I gotta say as a, as the one coming up the aisle, you did a lot of preparation to be all that <laughs> in a bag of chips. Let me just say, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of prep. <laughs> Uh, all right. So what did you, um, what you said you started in three or four in, in three in three. So I highlighted, you know, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them. Mm. Um, the fact that we'll actually be in his holy presence is pretty amazing considering no one, you know, no humans ever seen him you know, in his, his glory. So I, I assume that's, you know, that's going to be pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we people, we, as like you said, as humans cannot fathom that, mm -hmm. you know, and he, you know, even when he revealed himself to like Moses on the mountain, he said, you can't, you can't look at me. You're right. not allowed to. So, you know, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And then I highlighted four. Yeah. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. You know, uh, Sharon and I talk about this all the time because we know that there's no sadness in heaven. You know, and people can't... You know, you want to bring in as many people that you know into the fold. Uh, you know, we want to be planting those seeds because we want to see them in heaven. But on the other side of it, you know, people say, Oh, I'll be so sad if I don't get to see you in heaven. You know what? You won't be sad. No, you won't even know because there is no sadness in heaven. Yeah. So it's kind of like, so we need to do what we can on this earth to bring in as many people as we can, because we want to be able to see them in heaven and we want to be happy, but we're not going to be unhappy because we won't know because there's no sadness in heaven. <laughs> so. yeah, which, to me is very hard to imagine. 
um, that's just so unimaginable for me that I can't, you know, I can't, I just can't. It's like, how, how do I go my daily life without these things? Cause I, I do struggling with depression and anxiety, you know, there's always something going on. Yeah. So what, what an, it, it's so fascinating to me. And so like, what is it going to be like? Yeah. It's probably like, like your best day times like a million. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like whatever your best day ever is, it's going to be like exponentially better than that. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know. It's, I mean, you know, all we can do is just, I keep saying this continually that, you know, I've heard from so many people that they're afraid to read Revelation. It's scary to them, you know, all this, the plagues and all this stuff. And I said, you know what? This is a book of hope. Mm-hmm. Consistently, this is all about hope because we know we get to 21 and 22 and this is the end. This is the glory. This is the happiness. This is, you know, Satan cast into the lake of fire. This is us yeah. getting yeah. to live eternity with Jesus. You know, this is what it's all about. So anyway, all right. I, um, I highlighted five, mm-hmm. six, seven, and eight. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just kept going. What, was there anything spe- specific that you highlighted? Uh, in five, you know, here it says, look, I'm making everything new, everything new or, or again, these are, things hard to to fathom for me yeah yeah and he says and this is this is and this is said twice i think write this down for what i tell you is trustworthy and true you know it goes back to who is jesus is he a good guy yeah he's a good guy he tells the truth right he's not a bad guy he's not lying to us Mm -hmm. he's a good guy everybody always says "Who, who is jesus oh he was a good man yeah, he was a good man, but he was also the son of God. Yeah. You know, which is that, that, you know, and he has to be telling the truth because he's a good guy. (laughs) So it's sort of like this little circle. Yeah. And he says, you know, it is finished. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. Uh, To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings and I will be their God and they will be my children. I mean, this is what, this is all, this is all what we've been, you know, working towards, mm-hmm. you know, this is what we're putting all of our faith in. We're putting all of these eggs into one basket. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So, did you highlight anything else? Uh, no, no, I highlighted all that and totally agree. I, I do like, it is finished. That's probably my favorite little part of that whole yeah paragraph there well that brings us back to the cross yes right exactly sin has been conquered exactly um i did eight did you do eight i didn't okay but i only did it because i'm sorry go ahead no i was gonna say it didn't like they're they're on the outside (laughs) well that's the thing you know and i think you know, again, it goes back to, you don't want to like be that fire and brimstone person saying, you know, because that puts people off. I know that, but at the same time, it's the harsh reality of how, you know, God is very defined and he is very, look, you're either with me or against me. That's all there is to it. And yeah, these are the people that are against him and they're not going to be in the book of life and they're not going to be in heaven and they're going to be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I don't have any part of that. It does not sound appealing to me at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, And it's, it's a second death. I mean, the second death. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I can, if I could say, and it's not me saving them, but if I can, you know, get them pointed in the right direction by planting those seeds, I'm all for that, you know, and I know plenty of people who are not on the right track, you know, and I'm not judging them by all means. They're just not, they're not in tune with what they're, 
they're living in the world. They are living in this, you know, they're sidetracked. You know, they're thinking that everything in this world is all there is to it, but that's not, you know, that's not where you want to put your treasures. No, you know? and I, I think the second significant of this this uh, verse too is also to, you know, help us realize we don't want to see other people go through this. Exactly. That's exactly it. You know, <clears throat> if we can help somebody to not, you know, like I said earlier when we were talking, you know, Ed Newton says, eternity's too long to be wrong. Right. You know, and I've said that to people. If I'm right, you know, then, you know, where are you going to be? Yeah. You know, if you're right, well, I haven't lost anything. I'm still living a good life. I'm still happy. I haven't missed out on anything, I don't feel like. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's fine. If you're right, you're right. But if I'm right, you're kind of hosed. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, you might want to start looking at the other side of things. Anyway, what do you have next? Uh, I have the end of nine. Me too. The, the angel is talking and says, come with me and I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. Mm, yeah. I love that. Mm. Yeah. I, you know, can you imagine being John seeing all this? I know it's no, I like he's using the best words he can <laughs> to describe yeah. this. And that is such a difficult task. And, um, you know, to, to be able to describe what he sees exactly as it is, because he doesn't want to mess it up either. He puts a warning at the end, which we'll get to. But he's like, I've got to make this as clear as possible, as clear as I can make it possible. Exactly. That is so funny, because I was thinking the same thing I was referencing. I was thinking back to what that last whatever, 17. But we'll yeah. get to that in a minute. I know. We're jumping ahead of things. Um <laughs> So uh, I jumped down to the middle of 12. Uh-huh. Did you do anything earlier than that? Um, the I highlighted here about Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God and, and how glorious it is. Hmm. Show me the holy city. Jerusalem city. You know, I cannot imagine... I can't even imagine. I mean, I know he's describing it, and I know people talk about, you know, the, the streets are, you know, paved with gold and the pearly gates. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine a pearl, because it says one pearl was one gate, right? Yes. Somewhere in there. We're going to get down to that again. I don't know where. Oh, yeah, there it is, 21. The 12 gates were made of pearls. Sorry, I don't mean to be jumping ahead. Each gate from a single pearl... That's a huge oyster. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, he's using the best words he can. It's still hard for me to, to grasp it. Like, yeah. It's not like little pearls are like lining, you know, right. Right. One big pearl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, imagine the gate to your backyard, you know, that's one big pearl. That's huge. I mean, and I'm sure that these gates are even bigger. So I, the magnificence of what heaven is going to be like, the new Jerusalem, it's going to be beyond com comprehension, you know, and it's going to be amazing. And yeah. I look forward to just seeing it, you know, besides getting to see Jesus, you know. Yeah. Um, I highlighted uh, all the names of the 12 tribes of Israel were written on the gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundation stones, and on them were written the names of the 12 apostles. So, again, we go back to the 12 and the 12. Right. So, it's kind of going full circle from the beginning. <clears throat> now, I thought this was kind of interesting, and I can't even imagine. I think it's a square, he says, right? Yeah. When he measured it, he found it was a square. So 1,400 miles. So imagine the United States is 3,000 miles, right, across. So half of the size of the United States is 1,400 miles or thereabouts. Uh-huh. So. But, 
But in a what? square. Right. So it's 14 by 14 by 14. That's a cube, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. And there's a little star next to that, a little asterisk. So what's 15? 21, 15. No, it doesn't say 21. No, I'm sorry. What 16. number am I at? 16. It's, it's actually Greek 12,000 stadia, which is 20, which 2,220 kilometer, kilometers. Kilometers. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. So, again, you know, this is all the... Um, what was I, what was the word I used this week? Symbolism. Yeah. You know, I don't know if this is exact or if this is a symbol of what size it's going to be. I can't imagine the entire, you know, Christian population fitting in 1400 miles. I don't know. <laughs> so this again, I'm sure there's more details and somebody who's more educated in this than mm -hmm. we are. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I'm not going to 216 feet thick though. That's pretty thick. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's 144 cubits. That goes back to the building of the arc cubits. Right. I mean, yeah. And if you think about a, like a, a football field, about 300 feet. So, it's, oh. you know, just shy. It's like three quarters the size of a football field. Thick. Look. Yeah. All right. Yeah. According to the human standard used by the angel. I don't know what that means exactly. I guess used by the, I don't know. And then I highlighted in 18. Did you do anything else? Um, not till 22. Okay. So I did 18. The wall was made of Jasper and the city was pure gold as clear as glass. I don't know how gold can be clear. I don't either. So that's, but I, again, I don't know. And then it's uh, this, the foundation stones inlaid with 12 precious stones and it lists the 12 precious stones. Mm -hmm. The 12 gates were made of pearl. Uh, and the main street was pure gold as clear as glass again. I, again, I don't know how that's possible, but. And then you said you did 22? Uh, yeah. Uh, that there's no more, there's no temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. Exactly. And the city has no need for sun or moon because God illuminates the city and the Lamb is its light. Mm. Yeah, no more darkness. No, no more darkness. I mean, I, I can you imagine? I mean, it's like living in Alaska all year round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, you know, I think it just goes back to so many times the Bible talks about, you know, those who love the darkness, right? Those are people that are idol worshipers, witchcraft, immoral people. They love the darkness. And so just the symbolism of there, there's no more darkness. There's no more sin. There's no more reason to hide anything. That's right. Oh, I love that. That's that's very that's very profound. You there? I'm here. <laughs> um, its gates will never be closed at the end of the day because there is no night there. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to close the doors. Yep. Right? Nothing evil, I'm in 27, will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry, dishonesty, uh, only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Mm -hmm. That's it. Everybody whose name is written in the book of life is going to be there. Everybody whose name is not in the book of life. Yeah. All right. Chapter 22. Where did you start? Uh, I started in verse three. Okay. What do you have? I started at the middle of two, 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. So 12 again, so we're back to the 12 city, the, the, the 12 tribes, the 12 apostles, 12 crops. I mean, this is a big number for God, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then you went into three? I went into three. No longer will there be a curse upon anything. 
to the throne of God and the Lamb will be there and his servants will worship him. Yep. And I actually went into four and they oh. will see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads. Yeah, I don't want any mark of any beast. I just want God to put his yeah. mark on me. Seriously. <laughs> Whatever that little mark is, I don't know. I think when I read in, uh, what do you call it? The Left Behind series. Did you ever read those? Did we talk about that? Yeah, I got halfway through it, I think. Well, I read all of them uh, back in the day. <clears throat> but I think the mark of Jesus after the tribulation... No, after the rapture, those who were left over, who realized, oh, I made a mistake, mm -hmm. and they came to Jesus, uh, I think there's a cross. And the only people who can see it are other believers. Uh, that was in the book. Now, that's got the, nothing to that. It, that's right. all, you know, that's Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins, <laughs> you know, their, their thoughts on it. So, uh, but yeah, that would be interesting to see what that mark is. Mm-hmm. And then I put, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign forever and ever. Yeah, again, no no nighttime. No nope. Nighttime. Nope. Uh, what did you highlight next? Um, the Lord God, uh, number in verse 6, you know, he's telling them everything you heard is true and trustworthy, and the Lord oh, God who is. inspires his prophets has sent his angels to tell the servants what will happen soon. Yes. Yeah, that's the second time they said that, mm -hmm. right? When he said it at first, he says, write it down because this is true, right? Yeah. And trustworthy. So, you know, God doesn't lie. And then I highlighted Jesus is coming. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. This is saying all this stuff is going to come true. And right. Jesus is coming back. That's all there is to it. Jesus is coming back. Isn't there a song on the radio? I don't, I don't, don't listen to the yeah. radio. So, I do. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm old. <laughs> um, what else did you have? What was next? Uh, I got halfway through eight uh, where he talks about, I fell down to worship the feet of the angel who showed them to me. Yeah. But the angel said, no, don't worship me. I'm just a servant, just like you and your brothers, the prophets, as as well as all who obey what is written in this book. Worship only God. Yeah. This is the second time John wrote that. Uh, I forget which chapter it was, like 18 yeah. or something. Yeah. So he says it again. He's like, I fell down to worship the angel, but he's saying, don't. You know, mm. I'm just like you are, mm. you know. I'm a servant of God just like you are, so don't don't worship me. Worship only God. And that's, you know, when we get into the Old Testament, it's an ongoing message continually. That's all you're going to hear is, you know, worship only God, worship only God. Because there's always bad things that happen when you don't. Yes. Yeah. I went into 12. Did you have anything else before that? Uh, I just highlighted where he was instructed, do not seal up the prophetic words in this book, for the time is near. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm, and vile continue to do vile. I, and he is righteous, continue to be righteous, and holy to continue to be holy. I, just, you know, kind of like, hey, you know, don't, don't, don't bury this somewhere. Yeah. You know, let it, let it be known. Yeah, don't keep it a secret. Let everybody know about it because, you know, this is like the keys to the kingdom. Right. Right? Uh, and then I highlighted in 12 through 14. I did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, I'm coming soon. I'm bringing a reward to repay my, my people according to their deeds. And he says it again. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He says this continually throughout the bible it's not this is the only this is not the only time he's ever said this right right and blessed are those who wash their robes i don't know what that means exactly but i'm glad you know cleanliness is next to godliness i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um 
They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. Look at how that brings it back to full circle. In the beginning, yes. we're not supposed to. And we're going to read that. And then here, we're going to be blessed to be able to eat from the tree, right? The yeah. fruit from the tree of life. Although the tree of life is different from the tree of knowledge, maybe, right? We were, they were forbidden to eat from the tree of knowledge. Well, yeah, and then after they ate of the tree of knowledge, they were forbidden from the tree of life. Because the tree of life, I think, represents eternal life. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, tree of life. I did 16. Did you do 16? I did. I did. Okay. Do you want to read it? Sure. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. I love that. Yeah. That's one of my favorite lines. Yeah. And, and again, it's just he's he's the the king, you know, the, the king that that comes from David's line. That's right. That everybody's been waiting for. He's just reiterating that. That's right. The heir. Yep, God promised, and he and he kept his promise. That's what we know about God. God keeps his promises. Right. That's you know what it comes down to. I didn't highlight anything else, but I should have uh, until twenty. But did you? I know we talked about what was in this book between in the book in these verses. Go ahead. Yeah, I did highlight uh, part of seventeen here that says, "Let anyone who is thirsty come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life." Uh, to me, that's a reminder of, you know, his, uh, Jesus died for everybody. And if you're thirsty, come. That's right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the information. Um, and then the warning at the end, of course, yeah. about how uh, don't remove any of the words from this prophecy and uh, let everyone hear these words of prophecy. They add anything, take anything away from it. Uh, yeah, that's a bad thing. Well, it is a bad thing. And he says, I'll give the, if anybody does anything, uh, you know, he's going to put the plagues on those people. Yeah. So he's saying, you know, I, I don't know if he's saying it to specifically to John or, you know, because he's saying, I, I don't know. I don't think he's giving a warning to John. I think he's saying, cause he's telling John to leave the book open so that don't seal it up. Right. So I guess, I don't know. I don't know how or who he's warning on this, but don't do it. Don't take away. Don't add. Just, you know, leave it as it is. Right. And right. Um, I think that's to everybody, you know, share, yeah. share this with people, but don't make it more than what it, it is. These are the words. They're true. It's written the way it should be. Yeah. Well, and that's why, Throughout this entire time of reading this book of Revelations, I've said it over and over again that you and I were not, you know, traditionally taught about this. We, right. we are not scholars on this. We've said it throughout the whole New Testament. We've reminded everybody mm -hmm. we are merely reading it just like they are, saying it out loud, talking about it. And so I... That's why I was so careful to make sure that everybody understood. I wasn't trying to direct anybody anywhere or tell them I wasn't adding anything to it. I wasn't taking anything out. It was, you know, I don't want to get the plagues on me. Right. <laughs> so, right. you know, um, and then I did the last uh, 20. I did 20 and 21. Did you highlight that? Yes, I did. Yeah. I did. I'm so coming soon. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, yes, I'm coming soon. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Come Lord Jesus. It's like, come on. We're waiting. Bring it on. We're, I mean, you know, the way things are going in this day and age, I'm just like, you know what? He can't come quick enough as far as I'm concerned. So it's, uh, it's time, but it's all in his time and we don't know. Right. <clears throat> so just be on your guard. That's what he's trying to say, I think. Yeah. Okay. Now, don't let your guard down. Oh my gosh, we're done. I know.
we're done. We finished the, the whole New Testament in a little bit over one year. So praise God. Congratulations, everybody out there who's uh, listening, watching, whatever. Uh, it's been quite a journey, I think. So um, I, thank you, Jeremiah, for doing this with. I mean, man. It's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. And like I said earlier, learning just every time there's something new to get out of it. Every time, something new, something fresh. Uh, it's amazing to me. I told you, this is the second time I've, this is the third time, actually, I think. No, no, second time I've gone through uh, the New Testament. And it is, it's all new, it's all fresh. It's, it's as, you know, God said, this is living, breathing. It's him all the time. And it's new and fresh every day, so... I'm just blessed that we get to do this. And so oh, yeah. I don't feel the necessity to stop. I mean, you know, I feel like we should just keep, keep going. So uh, what a blessing. Um, so, uh, you know, we were talking about earlier uh, about being seeds and, you know, planting those seeds. And so we we're back to that time. We always give everybody the opportunity. If you have not made a choice, to become a Christ follower, we strongly suggest that you do because, again, eternity is too long to be wrong. I'm going to keep using that. I, I hope I don't get called out for that. You know, he, he's going to, like, ask me to pay, like, royalties <laughs> every time I say it. <laughs> but anyway, um, so if you have not made that choice, we will lead you in this prayer uh, it's not a magic prayer because we don't do sorcery, but uh, this is between you and God and getting your heart right with him. So we will say the prayer. You can say it with us and, uh, and then, well, let's just pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your one and only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If y'all said this for the first time, congratulations. We are so happy, so proud, and welcome you into the, uh, the family of Christ. Um, mark it in your Bible. Uh, this is your day that you did this. This is your new birthday. And uh, we strongly suggest you get to a church or a yes. pastor. Um, we would love to hear from you. And Jeremiah, you want to tell them how to get a hold of us? Yes, uh, you can always email us. Uh, Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org, Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. You can go to our Facebook page, Leap of Faith Podcast. Uh, leave us comments, messages. Uh, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So congratulations. I mean, this is a huge step. And, uh, you know, again, we would love to hear from you. So uh, we're here. Uh, this week we were talking earlier about, uh, taking a little break. We're going to do a little bit of work, uh, together and try to get things a little more, um, streamlined, maybe add some stuff to our pages, uh, maybe to our website. We'll, we don't know, but we'll be working on it. So, but we will start, uh, the old Testament next friday so whatever that day is i don't know what it is but next friday we will start a whole new year so oh, um, yeah very exciting so uh we're gonna uh finish up this um what do we call it a season we're calling the season yeah. one right yeah yeah so we're gonna finish up season one uh with the little things i wrote a note where did i write it Okay, so um, we want to give honor and glory to God, as always. So uh, I put it out there. What are the little things that God does in our lives, 
And, you know, you and I will give our examples. Did you think of anything or am I throwing you off track here? You're not throwing me off track. I'm trying. There's so much. Like, <laughs> Well, with our kids, and, our friends, you know, uh, I'll, I'll start it off. But yeah, uh, so what are the little things God does that it could only be him, you know, leading us, that we can only give him the glory for what, whatever that scenario was. So the most recent thing for me was last night, and it's, this is literally a very little thing. So I had 2000 steps to go on my walk and I went back and forth. It was late. It's getting dark out here. Didn't feel like doing it. Dogs still needed to get walked. I chose to do it. I thought I got to do it. I got 2000 steps to go. Let me just do it. So I got the dog, took him down the street. I'm walking and I can hear water, like loud water. And I'm thinking somebody put a water fountain in their front yard. And I'm looking around to find it. Well, I go past this guy who two years ago, his wife passed away from cancer, who I had been praying for. And I see him periodically. Well, one of the water uh what do you call it? Sprinkler heads had broken off and there was like water gushing everywhere. So I thought, and there's nobody around. It was just me by myself. And I'm thinking, okay, I need to go walk up to his door, knock on his door. It's like eight o'clock at night. Who does that? You know? So I knocked on his door. He comes out and he's like, is everything okay? I'm like, no, there's like water, you know, gushing out of your <laughs> landscaping. And I, you know, at the end of it, I said, I go, you know, I wasn't even going to go for a walk tonight. And I said, that water would have been gushing all night long. I said, this was a God thing. And he said, because his wife was a Christian, she had been a good example to him and led him down the right path. He, it was like, he's like, it, it was only God. It had to be God that brought you down here. You know, so it, you know, I could have easily skipped but I didn't because God was telling me to get down there and have that little exchange with him. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. So I give God all the glory for that. There's so many other, so many. Did you come up with one? I, you know, I'm so bad about remembering stuff. Like I, at the moment I always realize, Hey, this is it. But if I go back, I'm so bad at remembering exact moments. I know. I Details know. are not always my thing. I know. You're so, a I do. I mean, there's so many times where I'm thinking that's there can't be any other explanation for it. There's so many. I mean, I think I've told the story about you know the train stopped me from getting the kids to school. I had to turn yep. back uh, because I had to pick get, get the lunchbox or whatever. I, these are the little things, you know, mm-hmm. and. You know, the I think what God wants us to do in those moments is give him the glory in that moment. You know, you have to identify it so that people know, you know, it's even, you know, God, I don't think God is doing, well, he does do big things. You know, I know there's somebody yeah. at CBC who's battling breast cancer right now. And, you know, the healing process for those people, that's huge. That's, those are the big stuff that we get give God the glory for. But I think the little things are what he really, you know, the daily stuff. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say there's, I think Cassie was telling me about someone. You hear these stories all the time. They, I forget what he went to the doctor for. It was something minor, but it led to discovering he had pancreatic cancer somehow. Uh. Yeah. Right. But it was early enough that they could do something about it. But, you know, the reason was it's it is it's little things that are like there's no way this would have been noticed or this could have turned into something so much bigger. Uh, There wasn't a little nudge. Uh, So many times I think it happens and we don't maybe recognize it at the time or even later. I, you know, to times that I go and I see an accident, I'm like, it just happened. And it's like, well, we were running late that morning, That's right. you know, so that's how we missed it. Or yeah, just little things like that. 
Well, and that, you know, and how many times do we not listen to that little voice inside of us? You know, mm -hmm. when, you know, uh, when uh, somebody's, I got this from my old, from Ron, Ron Blunt. Anytime somebody's name pops into your head, you should pray for them. Even if it's just a quick little, you know, what, a, I mean, sometimes randomly somebody from your past, their name pops into your head. There's a reason. I don't know what it is, but there's a reason. Yeah. You know, I had a friend in Florida. I, to this day, I regret not being a little more proactive in revealing Christ to her, um, you know, and right be, no, right at the beginning of COVID, I think I called and left a message on her answering machine or voicemail or whatever. And I never heard back from her. I think I started to write her an email or I might've written her an email because our friendship has had gone so far, mm -hmm. you know, we separated so far cause I was a Christian and she was not. Anyway, a month later, I got a message from another friend of ours, a mutual friend saying she died of a heart attack. And I felt so bad that I didn't, you know, I didn't do more to connect right. with her, you know? So what, you know, those are the, those are the things that, you know, when somebody's on your head or, you know, we don't know, we don't know when the last time is going to be well, my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law passed two years ago in December. I wanted to write him a letter for his birthday and I never did it. And you know, I wish I had now. So yeah, we shouldn't be living in regret. No, no. Yeah. And we don't know, like, we don't know what people are going through, even if we do make contact with them. Um, yeah. You know, and we should make every moment count uh, when it comes to that. I recently... Um, I play poker uh, with some friends and uh, people I know, people I don't know. And I played, it was, that's been a couple of weeks now because I don't think I've told you this. Uh, played poker, got to the end. It was between me and this one guy. He ended up winning. And, and winning, you get like a little bracelet and you get, you know, bragging rights or whatever. But um, that weekend, so it was Wednesday night and we chatted about it. We had a good time. And that Saturday night, he ended up shooting his wife and then killing himself. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, yeah, it's it it's like I, I had no idea like he had any of the show. Because, again, we I've seen him for the last few weeks. It's one night a week. I don't pry into people's lives. You know, it's it's very most of the people it's very just social it's like hey, how are you doing oh good to hear from you hey let's you know so you know it's it's little things you know i don't think you know i don't have regret to where i think i could have changed that situation but i think about could i have said something that helped or not i don't know yeah no you know, we but, don't know um you know for whatever reason that's what he was going through and what he did so that's um, so crazy yeah yeah well that is so sad mm -hmm. that's so sad but you don't know and you don't yeah. know what what's going on behind closed doors you don't know what people are going through i have to tell you something i'm sorry we're going to go off track here but your picture you you froze up over here on this side <laughs> oh did i yeah but your voice is still coming through so that's okay right <laughs> yeah yeah it, it still records it it's it's actually kind of a nice picture where you, where you're frozen here. <laughs> where I'm looking at you. So. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you know, we shouldn't, we, you know, first of all, we shouldn't beat ourselves up. Right. You know, there's nothing you, you there's no way you would have known, yeah. you know, but if there is something that's indicating, you know, a lot of times we should try to, like I said, discernment is, is a huge, uh, gift from God. Mm -hmm. So, you know, paying attention to, 
It, you can't you can't keep eye on everybody. There's too much. No, no. And, There's you know, much. I think what I took from it was just to make every every moment that I have intentional and you know, I like I said, I don't think there was anything that I could have said or done that would have changed the circumstance, but um you know, just am I being Jesus to people? Am I loving yeah. people? You know, um and hopefully I'm a person that if someone has a question, hey, maybe they'll ask. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's all we can do. You know, yep. in, in the end, you know, I want to make sure that everybody says, oh, yeah, she was a Christian. Right. right? That's what right. we want to do. So, well, all righty then. Well, I think that's about it, right? Are we, we're done for so. our, it's the end of our first season. So I'm kind of sad, but I'm really happy we're going to start a second season. Yeah. Yeah. So. Looking forward right. to it. Me too. Me too. So I'm going to say uh, thank you to everybody who's joined us for the last year. Uh, congratulations for completing uh, reading through the second test, uh, the New Testament. And uh, we're looking forward to the new one. So God bless you guys. And we will see you next Friday. All right. See everybody next week. See you later.